All right, Andy Hoare, welcome to Friday 15, Friday, December 1st. We're getting ready for the holiday, getting in the holiday spirit, Andy. We need some holiday music going on here. That's right. This sounds like real hardcore. This is transcend during orchestra Christmas music, I think. That, that's right. Well, welcome, everyone. My name is Brian Beck. I'm here with Andy Hoare for Master B2B Friday 15, every Friday taking 15 minutes to talk about key issues, uh, the breaking news, and everything that's important to our community of B2B practitioners. Uh, before we jump in today, by the way, folks, you can listen to this on a podcast. If you have, uh, just go to your Google Play or Apple uh, Store, iTunes Store, and grab the uh, podcast uh, of this recording, and you can listen to it at your leisure. So, Andy, we've got some interesting and fun news coming up today. Did you see? Let me go ahead and share this here. Get up there. By the way, while you're doing that, I was going to say happy birthday to ChatGPT. I just saw a few minutes ago that yesterday was the one-year birthday of ChatGPT. So it's been around for exactly one one year. doesn't seem like it's been around for like five years. I know. Well, we talk about it like, you know, it's consumed our lives practically for the last, you know, year. So I guess it feels more like 10 years. Anyway, so no, that's interesting, Andy. Thanks for sharing that. Did you see this, Andy? This week, Amazon became the number one delivery business in the United States, delivering more than 4.8 billion packages so far this year. They're going to cross 5 billion easily. They're now bigger than FedEx, bigger than UPS. You know, it's 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 amazing, Andy, right? What's your reaction? Well, I remember when we didn't even see these trucks in our neighborhoods, and now right. they're pervasive. I mean, yep. it really is. It's it's testimony to the fact that Amazon doesn't do things small. When they say they're going to do it, they usually do it. And yep. most importantly, competitors better take them seriously. We were talking beforehand, and we found this quote from Fred Smith from 2016. Fred Smith is the CEO of FedEx, right? That's right. Yep. Fred Smith, the CEO of FedEx, said uh, when asked whether uh, Amazon was a serious competitor in the delivery business, he said he called that idea fantastical. <laughs> and wow. saying that concerns about industry disruption are overblown. He said, and I quote, in all likelihood, the primary deliverers of e-commerce shipments for the foreseeable future will be UPS, the U.S. Postal Service, and FedEx. Wow. So this was 2016, seven years ago. The CEO of FedEx couldn't imagine that Amazon would ever ever be a player. Now they're number one. It's amazing, Andy. It's incredible. And, and Amazon... They just continue to innovate across all kinds of businesses, including in fulfillment, right? We had a session on that earlier. With and football. More importantly, football. I didn't know this. I couldn't believe it. But it turns out in 1961, the NFL passed a law saying that the NFL cannot play football games on Friday before 6 p.m. or Saturday what? in the fall at all. And so that's why you never see any games on Friday, except last week. Huh. Amazon did the first Black Friday football game because the game ended before 6 p.m. Ah, they designed true. this to protect uh, high school yeah. football games on Friday night ah. and NFL or sorry, NCAA games on Saturday. Now, there are NFL games on Saturday in the playoffs in January, but not in the fall. But I was like, I thought that was wow. a joke when I first heard that. I'm like, no, that's the absolute truth. Wow. So Amazon gave. The NFL, hundred million bucks, and said, "We want to do a Black Friday game. We'll finish before six p.m." And they did huh. it. Wow! Amazon continues to innovate. Do you see this, Andy? Home Depot agrees to acquire International Designs Group. What's interesting to this? Uh, this is a uh, another story from Broken Distribution Strategy. They view this acquisition as their next step to grow its online 
uh, an offline B2B channel. You know what? This is to me, Andy, is a, is a story of so this international designs group is a they're basically a group of a design centers that professionals, contractors go into to to solution, uh, you know, for their for their projects. Uh, and they're all over the country. And to me, this is a step, you know, Home Depot Pro is really a distributor, right? In a lot of ways, they're B2B, they're serving contractors. They it's just are. another way they can solution rather than just be a product, you know, uh, transactional, uh, you know, distribution at uh, point of distribution. They're now solving things, you know, with this acquisition, they're solving more problems and being a solution partner to their customer, to their contractor. Thought this was a really interesting move by Home Depot. Any reaction? Well, what do we always say? I mean, we said a couple of weeks ago, and we'll probably say it from now until the end of time, that I believe, for example, that um, with some exception, most everything in B2B is a service, not a product. And so if you think about it as a product, a widget you sell, that's one world. But if you think about it as a service and the product is a part of a service, which would be a subscription or relationship, it changes your mentality. Right. I think every B2B company should think about themselves as a service business and the products are just a means to the end of delivering a service. It's higher margin for a service. Right. It leverages the domain expertise. And as you pointed out here, Home Depot is getting on board with the idea. Yeah, it keeps people loyal. So no, fa fascinating stuff. Okay, we got to get to our topic today. This is a hot one. Really interesting, Andy. Lots of buzz around this when we posted it on LinkedIn. Here's the topic. Do the Cyber Five, which is basically the weekend bookended more or less by uh, uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Do they matter in B2B e-commerce? You know, Andy, I spent 17 years as a retail e-commerce guy, and it's mattered a lot, you know, in B2C, in consumer retail, and we can see it, you know, in the numbers. We just went through a record-setting Cyber 5 in B2C e-commerce. In fact, total sales, $38 billion, almost 8% increase year-over-year year versus 2022, where is the where this this uh, recession everyone's talking about? Consumers are still spending like crazy. I don't know. Maybe we're all on uh, you know in, in some kind of a bubble or something. But you know, Cyber Monday was the biggest online shopping day ever in the United States this this year. Shoppers spent seventeen or fifteen point seven million dollars every single minute on Cyber Monday. I mean, it's just these numbers are mind boggling. You know, the question we have though is, does this impact B two B? And, and Andy, I don't know if you've been watching these B2B sites. Look at, so those of you on the podcast, we're showing a homepage of Global Industrial Cyber Monday sale. Clip, uh, shop, click, and save 20% off extended to Friday. This is straight out of the B2C playbook. Global Industrial is a B2B distributor. Crazy. Yeah. Same thing. I don't know, Andy, just look at like bulbs. We talked to Double G Walker, uh, Greg, this week about what they're doing with Cyber Week. Bulbs Workshop. You know, free free shipping on orders over ninety nine. Finish your project and get a free ship, a free gift this holiday. I mean, this is B two B bulbs .com, folks. Is a B two B business. This is not B two C. These are B two B companies, Andy, doing doing things in um, you know, in 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 just like a B two C retailer does during this season. Thoughts? Well, we're gonna see why in a moment. Um... But yeah, there, there tends to be some patterns that have emerged here. And we put this out to our panel, which we're going to share in a moment. We have yeah. a standing panel of a couple of hundred B2B e-commerce executives. And we said, hey, tell us what you guys did in the last five days. And we heard back from, actually, we did it very quickly, heard back from uh, about almost a dozen people. Yes. Uh, and we consolidated some of their thinking into a couple of slides. But I think first you want to show. Yeah, yeah. 
We actually put it on LinkedIn as we well, did. We, an even we, broader audience. And what did we see? Well, so what's interesting, we asked the question on LinkedIn, do Cyber Monday and Black Friday, the Cyber Five, have a material impact on B2B e-commerce sales or is it just about B2C? What's interesting, and these are all B2B folks in our community folks. So the answer, the answer that, and we had quite a few votes on this. The answer 63% said, yes, the Cyber Five grows B2B e-commerce. 37% said, no, it's just consumer. That, then we so okay, that, that made us really interested, you know. So we dug deeper, as Andy mentioned, and we actually went and did this kind of informal, you know, to our, our sort of standing committee of, of uh, folks who we go to. Um, you know, these are leaders at uh, manufacturers and distributors, and some of them extraordinarily large. And a lot of them got back to us, Andy. What did they tell us? Well, let's see here. So it's funny, we had uh, we had 10 people got back to us, and this is 24 hours, so we may do this in a more formal fashion going forward, but. Four said yes, there was an impact of the Cyber Five on their business. Six said no. Right. Uh, what's interesting is almost nobody said Black Friday affected them. And in yeah. fact, a lot of them said, we'll say in a moment, that Black Friday is not really kind of a no-go zone for B2B because people aren't actually working that day. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> They're at home buying stuff for themselves right. as B2Cers. Uh, but what we found was a couple of interesting points here that the four that said it did impact, they had something in common. They were pure play companies that were digitally mature, and they tend to be mid-sized companies. Right. When you get into the omni-channel, less digitally mature, generally speaking, but not always, and larger companies, the equation changes, which we'll talk about here in a moment. But for the four that said it did impact their business, again, more so yep. pure plays, there was a pronounced impact. Mm -hmm. uh, one company told us that they had 2x a higher yeah. conversion rate versus a typical money. Another company said just by being in the game, 30% higher sales versus a typical money. Again, these are pure plays, which I think tend to act a little bit more like B2C companies yeah. and maybe look, look the world a bit differently. Um, some identified crossover prosumer items. Steve Brook was telling us about this from yeah. his days with MSC. Occasionally you get some tools, et cetera. But what's interesting is they said they can't really compete with uh, B2C on that front, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, you saw this with the bulbs.com example. Some companies are stimulating user lose at year end of the year funds. Like yeah. Double V Walker told us that, hey, we're just telling people, do you want to finish a project by the end of the year? Mm -hmm. Here's an opportunity to finish that project, buy these bulbs, et cetera, to make that happen. But the most fascinating thing was among the people who said yes here, well, almost all of them said it was not due to discounting. Interesting. They yep. saw these higher conversion rates, higher sales rates, just by having a presence. I think uh, uh, somebody, one of the larger companies told us that uh, they didn't see any bump in sales, but they did see more traffic. Yes. Meaning that... There are more people out there looking probably for B2C stuff, but while they're out there, they don't, you know, take the B2C hat and put the B2B hat on. They're the same person. So you can actually get, take advantage of more traffic, maybe get higher conversion rate, maybe get higher sales rates by just being in market during yep. those five days. Yeah, that was one of the largest industrial distributors in the market telling us that. And I think, yeah, it's almost like, Andy, it's almost like a cyber, a post cyber halo, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you know, it's it's almost like some of these things just when people return to work on Monday, Tuesday, you know, they're kind of seeing uh, a, a sort of an uh, not necessarily an, an aftershock in some ways or you know, kind of fallout or whatever you want to call it. Right. It's this kind of 
we've gone through this consumer frenzy. Now, what do we expect to see for business? Well, this is organic traffic. And to that yeah. point, this was shared with us by uh, uh, yeah, Raul over at Aventus Systems. Thank you, Raul. Right, exactly. And, and he said, look, this is our B2B versus B2C pattern. So B2B is blue, B2C is purple. And we saw, he said, we saw a bump on Cyber Monday and we saw a corresponding bump. Right. With B2B. So it kind of mirrored what was going on <laughs> in the consumer yeah, what's space. So. <clears throat> what's interesting about this, and those of you on the podcast, we're looking at a chart from Aventus Systems that shows traffic by day through Cyber you know, Cyber 5. And what's interesting about the chart, too, yeah, it's really kind of a little bit of a lag, right, Andy? You see the peak on the B2B side a day after the peak on the B2C side. This is really fascinating stuff. So thank you for sharing this, Raul. You know, we also had, you know, uh, other other reactions and those who said no. There was no impact and they gave us some interesting data andy what'd you what'd you see here yeah these tended to be larger more traditional omni-channel distributors um and what we heard from them was that demand is not seasonal right and you can't stimulate demand to buy uh, something for a business project uh, especially in a gift giving season like the holiday season um okay. most like we said earlier most b2b customers are out of office Right. Uh, on cyber <laughs> during, during the holiday, right? Um, this was a, a repeated theme that it's it's just not worth, according to these folks, playing during the Cyber 5 because it's too expensive to compete with B2C on the CPC front, which makes a lot of sense. You're going to buy keywords. You know, organic traffic's one thing, but buying keywords, it's a lot more expensive. It peaks over those couple That's of true. days. Yeah, it's really um, interesting. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just to finish it out, that uh, there is some impact. You know, it, it tends to be the case, at least from the B2B folks we talk to, that Black Friday and Cyber Monday tend to focus more on commodity items. Right. And B2B companies don't go there. That's not their bread and butter. And so they're not going to get into a discounting game for their proprietary stuff. This is what Steve Baruch shared with us. You know, stuff that is a differentiator for them, their core capabilities, their core products, they're not commodity items. And so they're not going to be discounted along some seasonal path. And then the last thing is, uh, and this is interesting, we had a couple of people tell us that if you start playing this B2C game, and I wonder what Global Industrial would say to this, Yeah, your contract customers can be alienated by that, thinking that, hey, if you're changing pricing, you know, on a couple of days during the year, am I really getting the lowest price in this negotiated right. contract I signed at the beginning of the year? Are you gonna make adjustments? So it can cause some problems, even if you're trying to do it opportunistically. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Global Industrial probably is after some of those contract customers or some of their competitors, right? So, Or they, know, their contract customers get, you know, matching prices or something, yeah. but more traditional distributors who do the majority of their stuff with pre-negotiated contracts do not want to be playing this game. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, it's interesting, Andy, too. I mean, we made the point about, you know, kind of larger, you know, sort of the pure plays like Global and others. Global is more of a pure play involves in companies like that even Aventus is much more like a pure play uh but I you know it was interesting though that even some of the mid-market like I was talking to Steve uh Francis over at Diversitech and he said um you know that yes they, they you know they tried some things this year and they're surprised they saw higher conversion uh without any discounting two times normal he said two times their normal conversion rate so again I, I don't think this is necessarily limited to the smaller you know or mid-market you know pure plays this could this Versatech's a big company they could you know this and they're a traditional distributor so I think there's something to this um, if it's played right I just think it's going to be different than in B2C so guys go ahead and any any final no, thoughts no, I, get to our announcements 
totally agree. I totally agree with you. I think it depends on the product, depends on yeah. the company, uh, and it depends, it depends on who you're competing with. Because if Amazon's doing any of this stuff and you're competing at all with Amazon, you're going right. to have to play in this game at some point. Well, and that's the other thing too. You mentioned Amazon. Amazon business. I mean, I was I was getting uh, all kinds of you know, through my Amazon business account, all kinds yeah, of me too. right. So yeah. Amazon business is playing here and they're, you know, as we talked about at the beginning of our Friday 15 today, they're innovating and they look for places and they test all kinds of things. And so they're paying attention. You need to as well. It's just, I do believe, you know, by industry, by company, by category, it's going to be a little bit different than the typical consumer, um, you know, going forward. So Andy, this has been a great discussion. We're, we're at Friday 17 now. So just a couple quick announcements for our audience here uh first we have a mythbusters coming up uh december 6th that's next week at 2 p.m eastern standard time myth or reality the c-suite must have digital experience for e-commerce to be successful this is going to be fun uh we've got a, a industry expert from commerce tools we're going to put on the hot seat here and see what the answer to this is we're getting a lot of play on this question and we're seeing a lot of people move into the c-suite that have digital experience granger msc etc uh, lots of others. So this is one that, um, you know, that I think we're going to get a nice, um, nice group for and um, join us. And you can also vote uh, on whether the person actually, Tom actually busted the myth or not. And for those of you listening to the podcast, uh, you can also see a replay after we do this, uh, if you if it's after December 6. So just go to our website uh, for that. Um, and then finally, want to just announce our, uh, again, our master B2B forum. Uh, what a wonderful group of people we have here about 350 now and growing. Uh, uh, practitioners. There's no solution providers in here. This is only practitioners and manufacturers, distributors, and brands. It's free to participate. Go to our website, masterbdb.com, click on forum and submit an application to uh, join, um, to register and join the uh, forum. We encourage you to, to come in there and network, ask questions, et cetera. You can ask any question there you want because it is a, uh, you know, it's a trusted place. So you don't, you know, you're going to get feedback just from your peers there. So encourage you yeah, to join. Quick point, Brian. This is where we, for this particular Friday 15, we drew from this community That's very right. quickly to get some, you know, flash reactions to the Cyber uh, Five thing. Right. So, you know, this is what we're able to do because of these fine folks. Yeah, and here's there's some examples there on the screen for those of you watching uh, of folks that are a part of it. So, folks, we're at Friday 18, so we got to get uh, got to get going back to uh, to the land of work. So, uh, and stop buying for your. Uh, Cyber Friday or Black Monday or whatever the heck it is. Thank you all for joining us today. We will see you next week on our next Friday 15.